Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Now, with the latest NASCAR local, regional, touring, and international racing news and views, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. And welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. I'm Hannah Newhouse, joined this week by Chris Wilner, filling in for Kyle Rickey. Uh, Kyle, believe it or not, is not at Disneyland or Disney World, I'm sorry, but has <laughs> gone on a little vacation. So Chris Wilner filling in with us. Thanks for uh thanks for taking the place here. We're gonna we're gonna you're I know your your background is in dirt racing, yeah, but we're gonna talk bit. some asphalt racing for the most part. Are you okay with that? I'm here to learn. I'm here to learn and I don't know if you can replace Kyle Ricky, but hopefully I'll try to at least keep his seat warm here for a little bit. Oh goodness. Well, fortunately his seat <laughs> is warm up in Connecticut via yeah. Zoom. So glad to have someone in the studio here with me. But Chris, this past weekend Arkham Menard series has been so busy. They've gone about four weekends in a row. That stint starting at IRP. Uh, this last weekend at Kansas for the Dawn 150. And Brett Holmes finally breaks through oh. on a win. It's been a long time coming. But to capture a win, and he did it in a in an incredible fashion. Like, if you're going to win, oh, he yeah. won. And he put a stomping on the field. Oh, yeah. He led, like, 82-some laps. Whooped him by, like, 14 seconds. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how much more of a dominating effort you can get in the Arkham Menard series, but so cool to see Brett Holmes win. I know you had him on the show um, just a couple weeks ago, but it's incredible to see the young talent that's coming out of this Arkham Menard series. And then for a guy like Brett, who's you know got a family-owned car, he works his butt off, and he almost got in Kentucky when we were there, um, and it was so close to see him, but good to see him finally get that win. And the emotion of victory lane was priceless. Yeah, and he, and he talked about it when we did have him on the show, about how they've been so close. And they can almost taste it. And you've seen the last couple of weeks that consistency, that speed getting there. And, you know, to get it, like you said, with that 14-second lead, <laughs> was the rest of the field there? I'm not really sure because he couldn't see them in his rearview mirror. But uh, I'll be interested to see as they continue on the rest of the season. He's got that win. Right. And now that he's got it, he knows how it feels. The team knows they're capable of it. I think it'd be a pretty safe bet to expect to see Brett in victory lane once, if not multiple times throughout the rest of this year. Oh, yeah. I feel like you kind of see that in the Arc Menard series where it's like almost like that match is lit as yeah. soon as you get to victory lane and, and that confidence builds behind a race team. So certainly he'll be one to watch as they continue on the rest of the season, um, but certainly good. to. But he's got a lot of competition on his heels, though. I mean, Ty Gibbs is still up there. Ryan Repko got a top three podium finish. I mean, so there's a lot of top name talent still up there in the running, but boy, that first win's always special, and it's certainly going to hopefully snowball into more victories this year. Yeah, absolutely. So congratulations to Brett Holmes, and you mentioned it. Ryan Repko comes home in second over Riley Herbst, Corey Heim, and Tanner Gray. This is the eighth race for the Arkham Menard Series, and right now as points sit, Michael Self still leads. Holmes is in second, closing in, though, Drew Dollar, Haley Deegan. Back to the fourth spot in front of Brett Moffitt, and, and Deegan's had a couple rough races, had two DNFs at Kansas and Kentucky, um, wasn't in the top five even this past weekend at Kansas. Uh, so, um, er, I'm sorry. Yeah, Kansas and Kentucky wasn't yep. even in the top five this past weekend there. So, uh, she's really got to pick up some consistency here if she wants to move up in those points. And this weekend may be that opportunity. They're going to Toledo this up and coming weekend, both Friday and Saturday. 
200 lappers, double headers. Ugh. This is where, uh, yeah. This oof. is where you earn your paycheck right yeah. here. Oof. First off, 200 lapper yeah. at Toledo. It's going to be a hot one. <laughs> Needless to say, muscling around those K&N, or those Arkham Nards cars. Uh, but this could be a big race that we see the points championship really get shaken up. Michael Self, again, wasn't in the top five this past weekend. And now they're going to race back-to-back weekends. So this 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 could be a lot on the line for some of these drivers that are running for points. You know, it's like Brett Holmes who comes off a win, right? You think all the confidence in the world. He wants to go race four races in a row right, you know, right now. <laughs> Just that's the way that they're feeling. But then, you know, the guys that are finishing or towards the back or even a Haley Deegan who struggled a little bit, there's almost pressure, you know, too much pressure than a normal race weekend because you need to perform. And if you wreck that race car, that's going to sit you back a little bit for the second race. So uh, it's kind of a tale of two worlds when you go do a doubleheader. But boy, doubleheaders are so much fun to watch, especially just because of the amount of work and physicality that it puts on the race car drivers as well. And some Friday and Saturday night yeah. short track racing. You've got to love it. You really do. goes back to those roots. They've been at you know some big tracks the last couple weekends. They were at IRP uh, not too long ago, but we're going back to the short track. Short track of Toledo <laughs> Speedway. Um, and again, you can catch all of those on NBC Track Pass. Those will be live as well as on MAV TV this up and coming weekend. But speaking of short track racing, Kingsport Speedway in Tennessee opened their regular season up in July 11th. One of the uh, one of the racetracks that opened up a little bit quicker than everyone else, not under as many regulations. But still, July 11th seems like a yeah. long time ago. It really wasn't that no. long ago. But to have a full season in swing and uh it may have actually been a little bit earlier than july 11th so i take back on that but two-time track champion crest van dyke has been virtually on you know they i think about changing the speedway name to crest van dyke speedway we i mean it would make sense i yeah. mean my goodness gracious he basically owns the place he runs the ticket booth victor i mean my goodness <laughs> i mean but you know for six race wins this season five in a row at a racetrack five in a row at any racetrack's hard but Kingsport's a difficult racetrack, but it's somewhere where he grew up. So, I mean, sure, he's got the experience there, but still, the level of competition out there in East Tennessee is nuts. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you, you know, you mentioned that competition, Chase Dixon being one of those. He's a late model standout right now, ran really well in a lot of the big super late model races like the Alabama 200. Uh, the, kick, the kick and drive. So to go and win five races in a row and six in total, I mean, Crest, like you said, he's got tons of laps around Kingsport Speedway, two track championships. But barely beat out Chase Dixon and, and Bryson Dennis over this weekend. Uh, it, it's it's an incredible feat nonetheless. And we're going to talk to Crest here in just a moment on NASCAR Coast to Coast. So we're going to get him dialed up, and we'll be right back after this break. Wheeland designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheeland product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheeland is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. And the driver that's been on a tear the past couple weeks out of Kingsport Speedway joins us now on the guest line, Crest Van Dyke. First off, Crest, 
thanks for hanging out with us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, let's let's talk about that there. Five straight wins, one coming this past weekend, six for the total season. How are you summarizing your season thus far? That's a pretty incredible feat. You know, and it's, uh, it's kind of a – it's hard to take it all in. You know, you know, I've won two or three in a row, you know, three in a row, but, you know, five in a row, looking at six in a row, if it's all possible. I mean, it's like a dream come true, and cars hooked up really good. Um, everybody's kind of on track. I'm in my groove. Um, seems like everything's kind of clicking like it's supposed to. So, I mean, it's uh, kind of holding everything together, and you just wait for the glass to break. You know, it's kind of one of them things that's surreal. It's like, is this really happening or not? Chris, you know, we talk about drivers when they get on their groove, like you were saying, it's almost impossible to kind of interrupt that. Do you have a number of wins? I mean, six right now this year. Do you have a number of wins in your mind? Like, man, if I can get that, you know, that's my goal for this year. Yeah, you know, we, we kind of, you know, each year we, you know, we've won a lot of races the past six years of racing down here. And, you know, between Walsh Pine here, uh, we've won a Hickory. You know, we, we ran good everywhere. Just, you know, we, our majority of our wins have been in this area. Um, you know, it's like every other driver. I mean, everybody's got their track. And, uh, you know, we, I try to look at, you know, the year that we have in front of us. I mean, it's kind of a rough year to start. Um, with all the pandemic and stuff, but you know, I've kind of put all my focus on working on the car, uh, keeping things maintenance, and and kind of from the get go, the car's been pretty fast. But here lately, we've just been working on it and fine tuning, and we've got even better and better and better. Um, it's like I told you guys the other, other day. I was like, you know, it's like it's like another set of hands on this thing. It's like you know, I drive it, but it's just so good. It's just unreal. And it's such a good feeling to hit the ground running. You'd mentioned that off season that we had a definitely not one that we wanted to take, but your guys' season really didn't start till mid July. Um, you guys added an actual extra set of hands over the off season, a crew chief of Wade day, a championship winning crew chief at that. How much do you think that that's impacted this, this success that you guys have found? You know, Wade and I worked together on and off for the past, you know, several years. Um, you know, I took an absence of racing uh, from like 2005 up till 2013 area. Uh, he worked with me then a little bit, and he went off with some other people there he was working with, and we kind of, you know, funneled back together. And you know, he's a Wade's a super great guy, super smart. Uh, we've always been really successful together. Um, years ago, we ran down there with the UARA guys when I came and. You know, everybody's like, Chris who, you know, and we were on the pole against all the guys. I mean, this, it was big names. And, um, you know, Wade and I, we've, like I said, we've always clicked. And um, he's like a brother to me. And I like him having this opportunity to put a lot more wins under his belt and help him uh, increase his resume and, and mine at the same time. The, the team and Wade, everybody gets along good. So it's kind of a. I'd like a time makes it just takes really good. Kingsport was one of the first tracks that was able to come back racing after this coronavirus, you know, pandemic and one of the first tracks to kind of get going. But I'm curious if we go back in time, it seems like forever ago, four months ago, what were you doing to pass this time? I mean, how much time was it spent pr- trying to plan if you could and prepare these race cars, but also just trying to keep yourself busy? What were you up to? You know, uh, we worked all winter long on 
just enhancing the car and uh, going through this and that and re- you know refreshing and then buying new stuff for them. Um, you know, you look at everything in the winter and then like you're ready for race season to start. You know, May, you know, all, you know April area. I mean, you know, mid spring, uh, and then all of a sudden it gets stuck up muddy. So we kind of step back and actually look at what we have not touched on the car and you know spend a lot of time here and there um just details that you normally don't do you know so i mean it's a lot a lot of work to do to these things if you're if you're ever done working on a race car you're not really you're never really done i mean if you're not working on my way to the time you go to the track you know there's probably something wrong you're leaving something out there's a detail you're not seeing on the car I mean, there's enough work on these things to keep you busy all the time. So, I mean, I, I look at, you know, everything we can do when we have the time and opportunity, and that was a good time and opportunity to stay busy. And um, I think there were probably more race cars built and more motors refreshed and parts bought during the pandemic than there was during race season. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. That that checklist never seems to end, and then you get that extra two, three, four months to work on it. Like you said, you guys had the full opportunity to get as close as you can, but you're never fully done working on a race car. And that always seems to be uh, the highlight of the wives and girlfriends in the sport. They love it when that work list never ends on a race car. But your wife actually extremely supportive of your career, and you guys recently, uh, seems like recently, had announced you are expecting a baby. And you did your gender reveal, actually, at King Sport Speedway um, during a practice session, the excitement there, and to uh, really, I mean, racing is such a big part of your family. Oh, yeah, it gives me chills thinking about it. I mean, when you brought that up, it's like, you know, it's all over again happening. Uh, what an experience. Um, I don't know if anybody ever done it, but we, we had a uh, a grand idea to, to utilize the racetrack during the test session, and all the family and friends and everybody came by, and, you know, they threw the flag while I was on the track on the on the gender. Um, I mean, it was just exciting. I just I told them, I said, yeah, I've won, a, I've won a, over 100 races in late model. Um, but there's not one of them races can ever experience. You know, it would be that exciting. Just crossing that flag. That's the best flag I've ever taken when I've done that one. And uh, to me, I thought uh, that was super awesome. And, you know, everybody's excited. And, you know, friends and family, it was, just, it was a lot of great tears. Um, so hopefully um, this new boy coming in our family is going to kind of fulfill my shoes when I get over over the driving part and become a – you know, the crew chief dad, you know. So. I was going to say, is it too Hopefully early? <laughs> is it too early to guess that you're going to have him in go-karts? I mean, it has to, right? I, uh, you know what? <laughs> I feel like, uh, I feel like he's going to be uh, doing that. Uh, I hope and pray anyway. Uh, he's going to do what he wants to do, I'm sure. But, you know, he's going to be living up in, uh, in the racing area and going here and going there with us. I'm sure that he'll be right in the, in the saddle before you know it no pressure um, though right that's 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 the that's the plan anyhow i've already got something picked out so oh. <laughs> i hope it i hope it all works out that's, that's awesome that's awesome well speaking yeah. of you know kids i mean i know you had previously spoken about kind of being on the development side are you still running that program and if so you know who's kind of a driver you're working with yeah i mean I, I'm, i've got it open uh, and available um we are right now in the in the vacant area right now with this, uh, we have nobody here in the program right now at this moment. Um, talk to a couple here and there, you know, just, um, 
in this area, where I guess a lot of people are kind of scared to, to kind of go on the limb right now with everything not known. You know, we're going to be able to run a full season and, you know, a lot of money to be spent for just somebody to to get going and then just stop. You know, I would rather have, you know, somebody under me for a solid amount of time than just kind of skip here and there too as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely tough right now. I know a lot of I know a lot of teams as well as developmental teams. Uh, this year has just thrown teams, tracks, drivers completely completely awry. But unreal. But, but speaking of you know the unknown, we don't really know what the rest of the season looks like. Even outside of Kingsport, we've looked at their schedule. You know, and you guys have got a pretty pretty solid schedule ahead of you. But you seem to make uh, consistent appearances at the Valley Star Credit Union 300 at Martinsville Speedway in the assumption that it does happen again this fall, can we expect to see you there? Absolutely. That's, that's like, a, that's going to be there, you know. Uh, that race means to me more than probably any race I run. Um, it's awesome, awesome experience. I, I always encourage anybody and everybody, you know, to go. You know, if you don't think you can make it, I mean, don't big deal. Go and experience the test session. Go and experience the, the Martinsville, you know, experience. If there's nothing like it, you know, if there's nobody, nobody biased of anybody, no speed, nobody, you know, it's just is what it is. You go and get your experience there. Um, I started going to Martinsville in 2002, 2003. We finished second, uh, the second year I went up there uh, to Jamie Caudill. And we've been going every year other than the, my little section there that I didn't ever race in. Uh, but once we got back racing in 13, we started going back up there and hammering on it again. Um, our solid up there is just, man, last year is just, uh, you know, Josh and them had it hooked up and, you know, was, uh, they had a great run and hopefully, hopefully we can turn things around. And, and uh, we were fast in practice and I bummed up qualifying, kind of got a bad start in the field last year. So hopefully, you know, you get a one shot a year to try things. So, you know, we kind of, you plan it all year long to get up there. I will be there, I promise that. Yeah, it, it's hands down one of the most incredible events. I My first time there was in 2000, I think, 14, uh, just as a fan in the grandstands, and I've been lucky to work it since then. But to see 60-plus late models all in the infield at Martinsville, a historical track, that field is so close, like you would mentioned, Chris. I mean, the, the competition level there is absolutely incredible, but... We're looking forward to hopefully seeing you there. Again, best of luck for the rest of the season, and uh, early congratulations on uh, on your little boy. I'm looking forward to seeing all the cute pictures that I know Aaron, Aaron will post. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, there'll be many, many, many pictures posted. So we appreciate that greatly, and uh, I appreciate y'all having me on here. It's always amazing to talk to y'all, and, you know, it's uh, always welcome. I appreciate that. Congrats on all the success. We wish you the best the rest of 2020. Thank you all. And again, that was Cress Van Dyke, uh, five five in a row, six time winner. That's incredible. This uh, this season so far at Kingsport Speedway. When we return here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, we've got your Wheelan Engineering Short Track Spotlight. Wheelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Power isn't born. It's built over time. 
For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. And this week's Wheel and Engineering Short Track Spotlight, only appropriate that we spotlight Kingsport Speedway out of Kingsport, Tennessee. Uh, Kingsport Speedway opened up in 1965 as a high-banked dirt track, and the track was then converted to asphalt in the spring of 1969, and then in 1984 converted back to asphalt. Uh, The track hosted many prestigious events, including the NASCAR Grand National events, where the likes of Richard Petty, Bobby Allison, Harry Gant, and Jimi Hensley, as well as many others. Joe Loven, who owned Loven Ready Mix, purchased Kingsport Speedway in the early 1990s. Loven, who had a part in putting down the first concrete surface at Bristol Motor Speedway, those two seem to continually be connected, is the one who decided to transform Kingsport to its current concrete surface. Loven has a deep history in racing in the region and also owned Volunteer Speedway, which is just under a half mile high banked dirt track in Bowles Gap, Tennessee. Kingsport's resurgence came in 2009 when the track hosted a late model stock car touring series event that was sanctioned by the United Auto Racing Association. The track had been dormant since 2002 up to that point, but after the checkered flag waved on that event, the track has been back in the spotlight. In 2011, former NASCAR driver Robert Presley opened the track again, bought NASCAR home tracks banner, and brought the NASCAR home tracks banner to the track. And the track immediately saw a strong support from the area. After Presley went on to pursue other business ventures at the end of 2013, father and son Irvin and Keith Stiltner stepped in to lease the facility. And in late 2018, the father and son businessman announced they would purchase the concrete jungle from Logan. And that brings us today where the next chapters of Grassroots Racings are still being written. If you want to find your way out to Kingsport Speedway and support our Willen Short Track or Willen Engineering Short Track Spotlight, their next event is this upcoming weekend, July 31st, where the green flag is set to wave at 8 p.m. for the late models. Sportsman's Pure 4, Mod 4, and Pure Stock Divisions. And that is your Wheel Engineering Short Track Spotlight of the Week. Wheelin designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelin product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelin is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. We're going 40 miles an hour. This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. 
Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Lots of race car drivers hit the racetrack this past weekend. We love seeing short tracks continue to open again. Uh, most of them open for the most part right now, but we'll take a look at some of those winners. Out on the West Coast Colorado National, Brett Yackey and Eddie Vecchirelli split 40 lap super late model features. In Jefferson Speedway, a late model feature, Philip Wussoff uh, won over Paul Casau and Luke Westenberg. The Dells Raceway Park out in Wisconsin for super late model racing, Mike Litchfield won that feature over Jesse Bernhagen and Nick Beaver. Wall Stadium finally had their opening night this That's past crazy. weekend. I know. It's crazy that it's... Late July opening it, night. <laughs> I know. I know. And, and, and being up north, you've got to almost appreciate it's probably a little bit nicer yeah. weather. But uh, heard that feature did run pretty late. Uh, but finally, getting open. Modifieds, of course, being that feature event. Derek Hopkinson won over Stephen Reed and Andrew Krause. Kingsport Speedway, obviously, we talked about them this past weekend. Crest Van Dyke getting win number six of the season over Bryson Dennis and Chase Dixon. Star Speedway hosted the Tri-Track Modified Series, where Matt Hirschman won over Matt Swanson and Annie Andy Jankowiak. Uh, J- J- I always say that wrong, <laughs> and I have covered him on many races, so I apologize for that. But it's cool, cool to see Matt Swanson again running well for the Tri-Track Series because he'll be in action this up-and-coming weekend. But at Hickory Motor Speedway, Josh Berry won race one, finished second in race two uh, for twin Hickory 40 lappers. and. Uh, Josh Berry has been on fire. Speaking of drivers that have been on fire as yeah. well as Crest Van Dyke, dude, that guy can't show up to a late model race without without obviously being at a chance to win. No, certainly not. And I think every driver in the field knows that. And it's almost like he's just at an advantage just for showing up. He gets yeah. like sign in points and he's like, Oh great, you know, Josh Berry's here. Well, <laughs> might as well race for second. Pretty incredible though what he's doing. And you can't, I mean, discredit the driving talent that he has though. Whether, you know, no matter every track he shows up to, but somewhere about Hickory, something about it. He just really adapts to that place. Well, it would be safe to say that Josh Berry might be a favorite going into this weekend <laughs> yeah. because this weekend the Cars Tour has another race on their schedule. The Catawba Valley 250, they'll have both their super late model division and their late model stock. Again, if you followed the Cars Tour this season, uh, they only have a handful of super late model events and uh, primarily a late model stock schedule, but both of them on tap this weekend. Bubba Pollard joining that field, coming back to back off those wins at Hickory and Jennerstown. And again, Josh Berry. In that late model, late model stock field, it'll be hard to, uh, to to not keep an eye on him. But we talked about Matt Swanson, the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, making a return to White Mountain Motorsports Park this up-and-coming weekend. And, hey, the one to watch, Justin Bonsignor. Oh, my gosh. He's currently two for two on the season. And it's weird to think that they've only run three races, and it's about to be August. So, again, it's one of those coronavirus pandemic weird schedules but hey at least we're back to racing he's certainly gonna be one to watch they actually did two announce and i'm probably gonna butcher it butcher this name so pardon yeah, me, i already know what it is so so t- tell me what you think this says okay so the series just announced they're gonna return to mondanock Monadnock. Monadnock Speedway <laughs> coming up at the end of August so about a month from now August 29th that'll be the first time they'll be back there i think since 2016 uh, pretty incredible, though, for them to try to add on that. And I think they're also going back to Jennerstown, too. Yeah, Jennerstown was a new addition. Uh, new Hampshire Motor Speedway would have been where we were this weekend with the uh, Modifieds. But everything's still pretty heavily locked down where the Modifieds are based out of up in the Northeast. Uh, White Mountain Motorsports Park was a late and new addition just to get these guys back on the racetrack. So I know a lot of them looking forward to it. A lot of drivers, especially probably Doug Kobe, looking to dethrone Justin Bonsignor because if he does win this weekend, he'll be the first driver in history to go 
three for three. And we also talked about the ARCA doubleheader this weekend at Toledo. Don't forget, you can watch that on Mav TV or live on NBC Track Pass. Uh, Chris, yeah. are, you, are you watching any short track racing this weekend? You got. I'm doing my homework, Anna. You I'll be prepared. Yes. Do, you, do you feel educated? After I this? actually really do, and it was really cool to hear from Chris because to get that opinion from somebody who's been in this sport for so long and has been so successful for so long, I just was learning based off of his interview. So I'm really excited to see what uh, the rest of the season has for all of the short track racing all across America. I'm just happy we're racing, Hannah. My goodness. It was a long time not talking about it. Yeah, it was. And again, I love our friends over at iRacing, but man, to talk yeah. about some real race cars is great. It certainly is. I love iRacing, too. I'm not as good at it as I would like to be, but at least it's nice to talk real racing, too. Well, Chris, again, I appreciate you coming in, <laughs> yeah, hanging out, for filling me. in for Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. Temporary. He'll be back uh, <laughs> next week. I'll probably be live from Pennsylvania Midget Week. That's right. Um, so I'll be up there hanging out with the dirt track guys. A little hot in my element. Got to support the BF. Yeah, so. I'm learning. I'm learning, friends. But, uh, again, thanks so much to Cress Van Dyke for joining us this afternoon. Thanks to our producer, Craig Moore. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Wheeland, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network, all rights reserved.